Welcome to the Life of Iron podcast. Here we talk everything 140.6. So in this episode, I want to talk about three obvious or perhaps not so obvious race goals that I think every person contemplating or racing an Ironman race should consider. Now, it doesn't matter if you're thinking about doing your first Ironman race or Iron Distance race, or you're a Kona Nice veteran. I think these three goals are a must to ensure that you have a lengthy, enjoyable and successful Ironman racing career. So let's dig into it. Three obvious things. First of all, goal number one is to complete the race. Second obvious thing is to enjoy the race. And the third obvious thing is to get a decent time or a time which meets your expectations for your performance. Now, there are three obvious things, and I won't be the first person to tell you this. I certainly won't be the last. But I think there's some not-so-obvious nuances to each one of those three goals that I want to unpack today in this episode. Let's switch to obvious goal number one, complete the race. Now, I use racing as a ubiquitous term. Not all of us go out to race an Ironman. A lot of us go out to just sort of survive it or sort of get through it. Um, so there is a range of sort of athletic uh, performance here. But I use race as just a catch-all term for the event. Uh, so what you decide to do within that in terms of your goals and, and expectations and whether you're racing or not, let, let's not kind of die in a ditch over that. But the obvious goal number one, and, and it's important, the order that these come in, is to complete the race. Okay, Unless you cross that finish line, you're going to have an unsuccessful go at, at, at a race. Now, you might have to pull out for injury, whatever it might be, but the first goal has to be to complete the race. It has to be stepping over that finish line, and therefore you can come away from the Ironman race, having heard your name called out, you are an Ironman, or it could be a challenge race, an outlaw, whatever it might be, but we enter these things in order to finish them. Anything less than finishing your race is, I guess, let's put it bluntly, a failure. Now, it doesn't mean to say that you're a failure. It just means that you failed in that task of getting across the finish line. So no matter what your day, no matter what your expectations, no matter what everyone else is doing, the most important goal is always to finish the race. Now, the not so obvious thing around this is, well, how do we go about doing that? Yes, there's the obvious physical component, but so much of it falls into the mental component. Now, I understand that at the elite level, because professionals have to earn their money doing this kind of racing, if they're having a particularly bad day and they come off their bike and they're, say, 10, 15 minutes off the lead pack, I get it. They might decide to step to the side and not complete the race that day because they've got to put food on the table and they can probably pivot their season to a different set of races, say, in five, six weeks' time and, and go again because their livelihood depends upon it. So for them, completing the event is perhaps secondary to the considerations of their financial kind of well-being. Having said that, I always think it's a bit of a class act when people like Jan Frodeno, who are having a torrid time perhaps at the uh, previous World Championships in Nice, it was going to be his big sort of bow out, still decides to honour the race, even though he can't complete it. It means so much to him, and the example he sets as a sports person decides to finish the race and honours it, I think is a hugely admirable thing. 
Um, but we can look at professionals sometimes and say, well, why don't you just complete the race? You've just given up. Well, th- there's more to it than that. But for us mere mortals, us age groupers, I think it's always important to complete the race. Unless, of course, you're putting yourself in physical jeopardy and you, you know, stand the chance of, of injuring or hurting yourself. And of course, you know, do what is right. But to not finish the race because you're having an off day, you're not quite hitting your power numbers or your pace, or you think you look at your watch and you're going to be well outside the qualifying criteria for your age group. To, to not finish the race, I think perhaps is, uh, is perhaps the, the start of a very slippery slope because then, then we start to adjust in our mindset that unless things are going perfectly, I just stop and I have another go. And it sort of introduces this idea of, it's okay to give up. Okay. Now I'm not here to tell you what's okay or not for your life. But if you think about so much of the Ironman race is this mental fortitude and resilience sort of component to get used to not finishing because it's not going exactly as you would hope. I think perhaps it, this is the not so obvious thing. It starts to unravel or start pull at those threads of your character a little bit and it starts to weaken your resolve. So. You know, all I would say is if a race is not going your way, then just adjust your goals. If you had a certain time in mind and you're no longer going to hit those, reassess your goals for that mid-race, refactor your race. So in actual fact, you you can still have some goals to compete against and to, to strive towards. They're just not the same goals that you had before. And also remind yourself that the pain you might be feeling right now and the urge to give up is nowhere near like the pain you'll, you'll uh, endure when you're sat at home reflecting, fully recovered. Oh, I really, I kind of let myself down there. I really wish I'd done that. I can't wait to race again so I can, I can sort of uh, exercise those demons. The pain you feel having given up or DNF'd because it just simply wasn't your day is far greater than the pain you experience in the moment. And you have to remind yourself of that. You know, I've had some dark times on Ironman races. I'm now uh, time of recording this episode, done 23 single Ironman races and, and, and a double Ironman. And there have been times where I've just wanted to curl up and just cry and go home and, you know, go back to my family. I caught myself once at uh, Ironman Bolton. I think it was the 10th anniversary year. The, the actual year escapes me. Uh, but I found myself uh, feeling very sorry for myself in a portaloo at the side of the marathon course, just wanting to give up. Um, but something kind of kicks in. And that goal of completing the race, because the pain of not completing it as you sit and reflect is far greater than the moment. I decided then and there to sort of give myself the chat, zipped up my tri suit, went out the portaloo. It wasn't pretty, my run, not the portaloo. Um, my times weren't stellar, but I was so grateful for the fact that I'd finished and I look back on that race now. Okay. It was, wasn't a particularly good time. It wasn't a particularly pretty, uh, process but I completed it and I can take pride in that. So always goal number one, obvious goal, complete the race. But there's some less than obvious um, reasons why that's important. Goal number two, enjoy the process, enjoy the racing. Okay, This is a voluntary thing. Nobody is forcing us to do Ironman racing. So so why wouldn't we want to enjoy the process? And I've, I've experienced a little bit myself, but I see it reflected in so many others. They can't wait to get the race done so they don't have to do this ever again. They can't wait to get the training set done because, oh, it's so hard. It's a grind. And everything is positioned as a, as an obstacle to, to endure and to get over. And of course, these things do apply in a positive sense, but in a negative sense, 
So, OK, well, why are you putting yourself through this if all you ever want to do is get to the other side and have it done and so you can kind of move on to other things? Racing and enjoying racing actually leads to better performances. So the obvious goal is to enjoy it because otherwise, why are you spending a lot of money, not only in race entry fees, but logistics and travel and everything else and time, the opportunity cost? Why wouldn't you want to get a sort of net positive outcome from that and enjoy the thing? But actually, the not so obvious goal uh, or the payoff of enjoying yourself, and I don't mean enjoying yourself as, oh, this is easy as a breeze. No, no, it's, it's, it's really hard. Uh, and, you know, you're going to go to some dark places. But reminding yourself to enjoy it is, is getting outside of your own head. So much of the, the Iron Man game, if you like, is the, is the mental component. And the mental component is a very much an internal world. It's an internal space that nobody else is part of. And if you stay within that internal place uh, too long, particularly if things are you're struggling and it's a negative internal place, it can be really, really hard to get out of and it can affect your performance. But if you decide to enjoy it, and one of the things, here's a kind of the hack, if you like, is to externalise your world. So to, to recognise the volunteers. To, to high-five that little kid that's got the Mario power up, tap here type thing, the, the high fives. I used to think these things were a distraction and I really wanted to get into my own headspace and ignore all that. But more recently, I've, I've embraced it because it's a way of focusing external to myself. So I'm not running that internal negative script. I'm being grateful. I'm being thankful. Um, I'm enjoying my surroundings. How often do we race in beautiful surroundings and not take any notice of them whatsoever? And noticing things external to yourself is a really nice way. It's a really easy, effective way of enjoying it and, and kind of being in that moment. Uh, and, and remind yourself when you're on the course, yes, you want to get the, the swim done because it's a bit brutal. Yes, this bike, oh, I can't wait to get off the bike and do that. But don't wish that time away because so what you're doing is the culm culmination, the summation of all that you wanted to do. So it's ludicrous to not try to enjoy it. And even when it's hard, you can be enjoying it by recognising I signed up for this. This is what I wanted. And, and that mental reset can really help you have a better race. And it takes you out of your own sort of skin, if you like. And, and, and all those things which are troubling you perhaps disappear or dissipate or lessen. Okay. So it's an obvious goal to enjoy it. But it's a less than obvious goals or subset of goals as to the reasons why and how it can actually help you have a better performance. Obvious goal number three, then, is to do a decent time. Now, what's a decent time for you? It could be a very decent time, uh, a different sort of decent time for me. You know, and, and this isn't about setting yourself a goal that is, I want to beat a, a certain pro's time or I want to... Yeah, that, that can all factor into it if you're a pro, if you're a competitive age grouper. But the, the time should be secondary. You know, if, if you are going to complete the race, part of that goal, if you like, is to complete the race in a certain way. If you're going to enjoy the race, goal number two, then that will bleed into your performance. But to be really focused on, I want to get sub 11, sub 10, sub 16 or whatever it might be, you're setting yourself up a goal which is, you know, a, it's a pursuit of a worthy thing. But there's so many variables, there's so many things that can get in the way of that, that if you are nowhere near the pace to achieve that goal, then psychologically it can start to unravel you. So if you think back to goal number one, 
You've got to complete it. And if things aren't going your way, reset goals um, within the moment. This is one of those. And, and yeah, put in the comments or, or, or give me some, some feedback here. You might completely disagree with me, but in terms of the, the importance of racing for a time, I think if you are doing your best and you're, you're reaching your athletic performance and you're getting all that, all that kind of those hard yards and training that all comes together, you will naturally have a good time or a time that you will be happy with post event. Um, yes, by all means, track the time. And if you're being a little bit lazy or on the bike, you're off your power numbers, then wake yourself up and, and kind of push yourself. I'm not saying ignore time. I'm just saying time as a goal is secondary to enjoying it. And it's actually thirdly, whatever, to completing the race. Because if you complete the race and you're enjoying it, chances are the time is a kind of a, a thing that latches onto those two things. So yes, yeah, I go into races and I set myself a goal, particularly if there's a race I've done previously. It's always nice to improve on your last performance. Yeah, yes, it is. But so much of it is is out of my control. The sea state. I mean, let's take Ironman Wales. I've done that six times now. It's only this year, 2023, that we had the perfect conditions. Um, other years, it's been really bad sea state. 2022 was really gnarly in terms of the, the rain and the wind and the cold and everything else like this. So no two races are ever the same. So it makes that sort of chasing of a time it, not so important. Now, it is an important goal because there's three obvious goals, complete, enjoy, and get a decent time. But they're in that order because it's that's where I, I believe that the order of importance should be. If you flipped it around and said, well, we've got to get a decent time and, you know, if I can enjoy it, great, and, and I've got to complete it, just, just makes no logical sense whatsoever. So I'd like you to, yeah, let's have a think about that. Um, put some, some uh, reflections in the comments, you know, get in touch with me. Let's have a, a conversation about it. Um, they're really obvious things to talk about, but I think the layers within each one of those goals a little bit nuanced and and so much of it factors into what is a long day and and kind of keeping things within your control no matter if this is your first Ironman or your 31st or 101st that always has to be the overriding goal thanks for tuning into this episode I hope you enjoyed it if you want to listen to more or read some of the articles I put out on a weekly basis please get yourself across to lifeofiron.co.uk. Thanks very much. I'll see you in the next one.